honest information about living a healthy lifestyle on RadioMD.com. It's time for Naturally Savvy with natural visionary Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. I'm Lisa Davis along with Andrea Donsky. You know, it can be hard to find the silver lining in every situation, especially when things are falling apart. Well, we've got Lisa Luckett. She's an entrepreneur, speaker, author, sales executive, teacher, and mother of three young adults. She's also a 9-11 widow, a single mother, and breast cancer survivor. And, you know, with all Lisa's been through, she still sees the silver lining in every situation. Lisa, welcome to Naturally Savvy. Lisa and Andrea, how are you today? We're doing good. We're so glad to have you on. You know, your mantra is choose courage. Talk to us about that. And then how do you have this fantastic attitude with everything you've been through? So choose courage is what we all have. And part of my coming forward at this time is to help people remember how strong they are. You know, courage is having fear, but doing it anyway. So we all have the fear, especially in today's world. It just seems to be escalating every day. But we are out of control of that, but we can control how we live within it. And therefore, being more mindful, living a more conscious life, and all the things we talk about in Enlightenment within your show and your guests that you have, we're all in this vein, and we're on the right track. So, yes, are there silver linings in everything? There definitely are. It's just a choice on how you see things. You know, you're the founder of, is it Cosmina, Enlightened Living? It's actually Cosmina, and it's the first of a series of of efforts that I have. It's a made-up word meaning where coziness meets glamour. And the reason it exists is because about four years after 9-11, my daughter was seven, my sons were four and four months looking at that event in that first moment and realizing that I was now out of this box. It shot me out of a box, the box we've all tried to fit in, only to realize I always belonged out of the box. What that meant was I was going to trust myself and I was going to trust my intuition. And I followed the guidance that I was given. At the time, I followed nature. I followed what I didn't know about sources the way I know about it now. But what happened is I said, okay, this is the equivalent of having every emotional bone in your body broken simultaneously. If it was your physical body, you'd go to the doctor. So I went to the doctor, but I went to the mind doctor. Now, 15 years ago, the stigma around therapy and analysis was still thick. It has because of 9-11, I believe, and all of the events that have followed it. It's finally come to the forefront as, as not a negative um, shameful thing that we all as human beings are rooted almost in dysfunction and it's a pleasure and the greatest thing you can study is your life. So in doing so, my daughter went to a therapist, I went to an analyst. Four years afterward, I broke through the ceiling to to mental health. At that time, I would ask her before it happened, how will I know? How will I know when I've achieved mental health? Will a bell go off? Will they notify me by mail? Like what happens? And she said, you will get the most mind-blowing rush of creative energy like nothing you have ever known. And I thought, ah, I can't wait. I'm going to paint. I'm finally going to be an artist. I've always wanted to be an artist. That is awesome. (laughs) No, I break through the ceiling and I start to knit because I'm a knitter. I'm a crafter. And I start to knit for all the women who have taken care of me because I wake up in in this moment and I realize, who's taking care of women? Who's taking care of mothers? Mothers and women take care of everyone. 
caregivers. I mean, it's not just women, but let's say for now it's women. And we all had school-aged children at that point. And here was a way for me to wrap them up in a loving hug and dress them and hold them over their jammies as they're running their kids to school late in the mornings. So nobody knows they're wearing their pajamas but them. They're being held and comforted while they're taking care of their family. So the third friend I knit for out of the hundreds that I have since, the, I took it over one cold morning in February, and I wrapped it around her in the Cosmina fashion, and she said, oh, my gosh, this is the coziest thing I've ever worn. It's like a great big mm-hmm. hug. And then she caught herself in the mirror, and she went, oh, it's so glamorous. It's like a pashmina. No, it's a Cosmina. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's my very long-winded story, but it's all part of the Enlightenment movement. That's all part of my Enlightenment, which happened in that moment and lasted for a couple of years of writing the philosophy that is now the Cosmina Enlightened Living Foundation. It's about knitting. What happens when you knit is you tap into tactile touch, and tactile touch soothes your central nervous system. It naturally calms you down, as all of your sensory input will. So Cosmina, the philosophy of Cosmina is to find comfort through your five senses. It's to take care of yourself as you take care of others, through knitting, through just self-care, through wellness, through consciousness, many, many ways to do that. And then lastly, it's about connecting all the like-minded thinkers like ourselves, because there's lots of us out there. We just haven't been organized yet. So someday, maybe we'll all be together. You know, when I think about knitting, I always think about, you know, a grandmother, or I think it's true. I think women, I think taking care of each other. So I love that you said that, and that's how you're working with people. So tell, take us in, you know, take us through some way that if someone wants to contact you or your organization, how you could help them on a day-to-day level. Well, right now, because Cosmina itself is a 30-year project. I mean, it goes out in legs in all directions. It started with knitting. So I have a knitting kit. So I spent the last three years in a development window teaching women to knit to see if they too could benefit and gain the happy joyfulness that I found and the soothing calmness that came when I was knitting. And the kit, the shawls are very thick wool. They're very fat needles. They don't, you don't even have to look. So there's no counting. There's no measuring. You're literally in a meditation. But again, back in our world where maybe meditation, while it's becoming more mainstream, it's still kind of on the edges a little bit. Here is a portable meditation you can do in a crowd because you can be sitting at a ball game or sitting in the evening or sitting with friends and knitting, and no one knows how you're soothing yourself. And what's really interesting about knitting is it calms everyone around you because, as we know, energy is transmitted all the time. So if you take that edge energy off and you channel it through your knitting and you're calm, it's just a very healthy thing for everyone. You know, Lisa, it's interesting that you say that about the meditating because I was thinking when I, I don't knit, but I really want to. But I remember my mother used to embroider and I still have these cute little things with flowers or she did this one with like a mom kangaroo and a baby kangaroo. And, and I remember her sitting and embroidering and she would be so in the moment. And mm-hmm. I think it's so important or, you know, those coloring books are really big right yep. now. And my 12 year old daughter and yeah, I like I to do everywhere. that. And when you're sitting and coloring, it helps you to be right in the present moment. And so I think I'm mm-hmm. so, so glad you mentioned that. Well, that's true, and that's why those have become so incredibly popular, that we need to calm our minds. And, you know, we've been so left-brain-driven in our culture. The American culture is a very young culture if you compare us to our global neighbors. I mean, we're maybe 500 years old 
at the oldest, depending on how you choose to count. So we have been so entrepreneurial and so innovative, and we've been charging forward in this incredible motion. So it's all left brain driven. It's logic. It's analytics. So the right brain, which is our creative, intuitive side, has kind of been sitting on the back seat whistling a tune, kind of waiting its turn. And that's where the balance comes from. So when you're in these, when you're coloring, when you're patting a dog, when you're strumming a guitar, knitting, whatever you're doing that's tapping into and therefore crossing that to the right side, what ends up happening is you get to process all that left side stuff because you've just dialed it back a little bit. You've shifted gears to your creative energy, and interestingly, you can solve. Solutions come to you then. Meanwhile, you've thought about them all day and you can't make it happen. It's when you relax, right? When you take a shower, all the things come to you. So it's all sensory driven. You know, I was looking at your Cosimina's online, your shawls online, and they yeah. really are beautiful. Wow, like so beautiful. And they do look very cozy and very beautiful and glamorous. So we were very happy to have you on the show today, Lisa. If you want to learn more about Lisa, you can visit Cosmina.com. That's C-O-Z-M-E-E-N-A or Z, as you see in the U.S. And you can also follow her on Twitter at Cosmina. I'm Andrea Donsky, along with Lisa Davis. This is Naturally Savvy Radio on Radio MD. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD. Stay well.